The Flicks Book Club. The Flicks Book Club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, welcome to Netflix Book Club. My name's Steve McDonald. I'm Casey Aurora. Hey, it's Dennis Rooney. Uh, Check us out at flicksbookclub.com. This week, we are going to be watching... What we watched. What we watched. (laughs) Yeah, we already watched it. Um... But you guys can all be watching with us. Uh, you've probably Groundhog seen this Day. movie. Groundhog Day. You've probably seen this movie. You've probably seen this movie a couple times. But Dennis is a slacker, and he had never seen this movie. Never right. seen it. Which is the reason why we're watching it. Uh, I picked it uh, because Dennis had not seen it, and I wanted to slap him in the face for it. <laughs> uh, this movie is it's starring Bill Murray and Andy McDowell and... A slew of other people that mm-hmm. were all a lot of them were uh, were Chicago actors uh, who make little cameos in it because the movie was shot outside of Chicago. Uh, it's directed by Harold Ramis and it's written by Danny Rubin and Harold Ramis. The mm-hmm. story is by Danny Rubin. Uh, it is about a weatherman from Pittsburgh who is tasked. He kind of is a dick, and he is tasked with going to uh, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. To uh, to see Punxsutawney Phil, uh, the the groundhog on Groundhog Day, uh, give the weather forecast, and he is a weatherman who has to go and do a stand up there and do that entire thing, and he hates the town, and then something magical happens, guys, and he gets stuck in that day where he wakes up every single morning, every February second, every he wakes up on February second every single day uh, until the end of the movie, and. It is. I love it. I love it. I'm going with stream it. I'm always going with stream it. Dennis, um, I am gonna go with stream it. And I actually watched this movie one and a half times. The half time being, I put it on this morning as I was like cleaning my apartment and stuff. And I liked it better the moments where I was really paying attention. I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. This movie isn't that good on a first viewing. It's mm. not, but I think now every time it's on, I'm probably going to sit down and watch some of it and be like, oh, yeah, this is this is kind of good. KC, why didn't you like the movie? <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't stream it. Oh, I just... And you've seen this before, right? I've seen this before. It just... I've seen this before. It doesn't... <laughs> it doesn't hold up for me. It's not... It's, a, it's so... M- I really, re- I knew you guys were both gonna say stream it, and I was. I just was like, on the fence. If I hadn't, I was on it. the yeah. I was on the fence with him. I right. knew I was gonna say stream it, I so I knew it wasn't gonna be a dud. But at the same time, I was super worried that Dennis was gonna hate it. I I just couldn't. It's just too dated. Did you like it more the first time you saw it? Uh, I guess I saw it. This is a second. And every time you watch it, you hate it more. I yeah. I'm okay. just. It doesn't hold up for me. All right. So I guess watch okay, it. Okay. Well, watch it. Don't watch it. You should watch it. Um, and we'll be <laughs> back right after the break. I'm sorry. What was that again? I'm a god. You're god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. I don't think. Because you survived a car wreck? You folks ready to order? I didn't just survive a wreck. I wasn't just blown up yesterday. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned. Oh, really? Every morning I wake up without a scratch on me, not a dent in the fender. I am an immortal. Special today is blueberry waffles. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to start off with this is that uh, is why why do you not like this movie? You know what? It's just I feel like I can't do this podcast with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always I feel like I'm I feel not like Man, I really I don't think Casey wants anyone else to have a blockbuster besides him. No, I'm not trying to hold a monopoly <laughs> on the blockbusters. I'm really not. I didn't think you guys would like Bloodsport. Steven's got one though. Steven's yeah, got Steven's deep water. Deep water. What? Yeah, and that's it's I really really wanted to give this the blockbuster nod, but there's just so many like little like it's so dated and it's so 90s. This is a very dated movie. And like it is, don't get me wrong. There were when I was watching it. Yeah. I was like, there are so it is so nineties, right? Like it is so. I'll I'll, go, I'll say this: it felt so eighties to me when I right. found out it was ninety three. I was like, really? It felt like eighty eight. I felt like it was eighty three because I misread the date and I was like, <laughs> is this eighty three? I was I wasn't even born yet, and it was like, Andy McDowell is straight out the nineties. Like she, she just Andy got Mc- she got like snatched out of the nineties <laughs> in the way she looks, and it just. It doesn't stay consistent. There's so many movies that have this, uh, f- you know, thing where a guy can, uh, where he's goes back in time. Because in a, in a way, he is going back in time. I'll agree but with you that I found it to be a very inconsistent film, feeling wise. Okay, what do you mean by that? Feeling wise, I mean like this movie lies in three realms. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a romantic movie. It's right. a bit of a comedy. Yeah. And it's a bit of like a philosophical movie. Like it kind of makes yeah. you think. Yes. It gets very dark at, during this movie. Right. And during those dark moments is when I like this movie the best. Mm. When he's killing himself, yeah. when he's just really feels horrible about the whole situation. Five suicides. He commits but five suicides. Probably way, that's like I five on screen suicides. Right. I feel like you... Um, I feel like I feel like this is saying more about you than it is about the movie. Well, the movie feels. Well, he likes dark out. stuff. He likes darker things, and that's that's. And what I just you mean, know. do you do, do you take a moment to realize that his favorite part of the movies is when the guy's killing himself? But oh it yeah, doesn't yeah. actually <laughs> take. Not necessarily. Oh no, like, no, no. Like his favorite part is like, oh, I could kill myself, but then I could wake back up. That's that what sounds great. That's what Dennis would do on his Groundhog Day <laughs> scenario. What I mean yeah. is maybe not dark, but heavy. This yeah. film feels yeah. very heavy at times. When and for an example is, and it's very lighthearted before this happened, but when they go into the montage of him trying to save this old homeless guy, right? It yeah. feels it feels like a kids movie mm. two minutes beforehand, and I was like holding, I was getting a little choked up when he's like hitting him in the alley, like trying to revive him. Right, that's what I mean. This movie, it do, it lies in those three realms. If they had turned it fifty percent, fifteen percent darker and heavier, mm-hmm. even at those darkest times, but the overall feeling—if it was a little bit heavier, a little bit darker—I would really love this movie. But they have yeah. that. It's the—it's still a comedy in a lot of regards. Yeah, it's a mainstream so you, comedy you, you movie. You can't, and it's a PG thirteen, I believe, right? Like, uh, yeah, people are so. bringing their family and their know. kids to go see this right. film. No, it's PG. Wow. Okay. So I understand the amount of times he commits suicide. You would think he literally walks in front of a truck. He jumps off a building. The worst is when he jumps off the clock tower. Yeah. Yeah, And he he throws um, a toaster into the bathtub. That That one's super dark. That toaster part is hilarious. Yeah. I love every time that he kills. There are a lot of good aspects to Um, it, but I just. You know, that's what I mean when I say I, feel, I agree with you in like the inconsistency, like it. And I understand it's trying to do all those things, but right. it didn't weave it that great. I felt. I well, don't remember the movie much. This so. is, I I will say this is is that upon this viewing, I've seen this movie tons of times. Mm-hmm. Um, How old were you when you like first saw this movie? I saw this movie in 1993. Yeah. Yeah. Like in theaters. What does that make yes. you? Seven. I saw this movie in 1993 in theaters. I would have been seven. Mm-hmm. Wow. Probably six. Did you but try I to throw a toaster in the bathtub with you? No, when you no, got no, home? no. I saw it because I was certainly fascinated with electricity after that. I'm <laughs> sure. I, s- I, I saw um, it's. I saw the movie because my uncle is in the movie, 
Uh, oh, yeah. My uncle is in the background. Bill Murray, right? Your uncle's Bill Murray. My uncle's Bill Murray. No, my uncle, uh, my uncle Ron Laxton is one of the Jeopardy viewers. He's he's in the middle uh, when they cut to a wide shot of the room. Mm. There's a ca- kind of a bigger guy with curly hair, uh, and that is my uncle. And That's pretty cool. My uncle so is one of the guys on Jeopardy in that movie. That'd be funny. Just one upping you, <laughs> <laughs> just being a jerk. I like, like that's kind of cool. He's, like he's on, uh, he's answering all the Jeopardy questions, and like it's weird how that's how you impress old people. Yeah, they're clapping. Yeah, they're like. Look there were very him. funny parts in this movie. That was a very funny part. Well, and no, it's yeah. the interesting. The, I one of the things that I think is funny about this movie now is that I I hung out for years in the Chicago comedy scene, and there's a bunch of different people that are in this movie. Oh yeah, like the uh, the guy who played. Um, like I've met Steven Tobloski before, who's the guy who played uh, who played Ned Ryerson. Oh yeah, and I had met, um, and I also know Dave Pesquese, who's the guy who plays the psychiatrist. These are the worst name drops and I've ever heard. No, no, about. they're the worst. No, no, and, and that's the thing is, is that that's why I'm willing to do it is because yeah. it's not name dropping. Like you don't no, know no, who this these is, people are. This is bad name dropping. But it's There's hilarious. It. But it's but it's hilarious to me because I met them and then like and then. I would like meet these people and then I would like look back on their career and I'd be like, wait a minute, they were in Groundhog Day? Who the hell were they in Groundhog Day? And then I'd be like, nobody. Oh my God, they were this guy. And then would you geek out? And it's because, and, and the reason why I feel that way, yes. and this is what I, this is what I wanted to get to with, with, uh, with the movie is that I, a hundred percent, I've seen this movie so many times and, uh, and I a hundred percent mixed up when stuff happens. Yes, mm. I like, forgot about the dark aspects of the movie. I remembered. Well, I remembered all the. I knew they all existed. I just thought they all happened before the love story. Like I thought all of the. I thought it was like he tried to kill himself, and he tried, and he stole the groundhog, and he did right. all these different things. I thought all of that stuff, trying to save the old guy, learning how to play piano. I thought all of that was before. He tries to. He tries to get Andy McDowell. Get Andy McDowell. Right. I thought all of that was before then. Mm-hmm. And then I'm watching the movie and I was like, really? This ended up like the love story happens and then it stops and then he tries to kill himself a bunch of times, which actually is like a little bit more reasonable that it's like he's yes. like, I'm trying to find he's like he's like, Oh, I'm gonna try to make this girl fall in love with me and then she won't and he mm-hmm. tries over and over and she won't and then he's just like, Screw it, I'm just gonna do whatever. The storyline is well done. The storyline's well done. I, I really like that there are a lot of good lines in the movie. The one line that's so small to me that's just like, I think it's sort of like a throwaway and I think it might have been like improv is when uh, Andy McDowell. And I wonder if you're going to say the same thing. I have a favorite quote. Go ahead. And Chris Elliott are f- uh, chasing after nope. Bill Murray because <laughs> he steals the groundhog because now he's just reached a desperate point. He yeah. steals the groundhog and he, and he takes in the truck and he drives the truck off a cliff and it explodes. And right before that happens, when they're chasing uh, Bill Murray, the cops are chasing Bill Murray uh, and the groundhog, uh, Andy McDowell asks, why would anyone steal a groundhog? And Chris Elliott goes, perverts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? That's so weird. And I'm like, that's great. I got to write that down. Chris Elliott, who plays Larry the camera guy in this movie, is a hilarious actor that right. I don't see enough. Yeah. And he's yeah. underused and mm-hmm. underappreciated in this film, man. And, and when the c- truck crashes into the ground, they they make it a point to add in the like the noise of a screaming groundhog <laughs> in. Yeah. And you just hear... I'm like, that's so not necessary, <laughs> but very necessary. It was great. Yeah, it was great. That it was, part was great. There's a lot of fantastic parts of the movie. The dark parts are really, they t- tug at your heart. When he starts to tell Annie McDowell he's playing God and he's able to yeah. name everybody in the town, because you have to keep into consideration, 
I don't know how many. Did anyone find out how many days he goes through? How many days? People, he, there's fans who have done extensive research. There's three numbers that keep popping up. Yeah. Harold Ramis in DVD commentary says has had originally said that the original idea was ten thousand years of February second. Yeah. Going back, he said it was probably closer to about ten years. Mm -hmm. But then there's fans of the film who say probably more like thirty to forty years, considering that he masters the piano and right. ice sculpting. Yes. Ideally, I wish it was ten thousand. See, that's what I want. I want I, this film to be super heavy. Well, 10, no, that's years. the thing is, is that I I agree to the point that it was ten thousand because I just like I just like the idea that is like when when he, when you look at what he does throughout the entire thing, it would just take so much longer than ten years yeah. to know all of those. Especially things. because that ten years, you're probably gonna spend ten years screwing off. Yeah, because you're in right. you're in purgatory. You're gonna have fun with it. Yeah, I mean he's able fun. to time when he can rob a bank. Yeah, he robs the armored truck. He they really take out. They really take out all of the times when he murders the whole town. Yeah, and when he decides that like he's just gonna rape all the women. Like they take out all of those parts. That might have bumped it up to PG thirteen. Yeah, that probably. probably Maybe. Th that all those scenes ended up on the cut. Like the scene where he forced himself on Andy McDowell <laughs> is just on the cutting room floor because they're well, like that's. They're just like like somebody sitting there just going, Harold, this is a little bit too, too dark. Much, he's like, why? I don't yeah. understand. He can do it again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks at him. Do you know who I am? I did Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Piss off. Um, I, I mean, if you, it takes 10,000 hours to master something, I did the math. It would have taken him like two and a half years to master ice sculpting and the piano. In two and a half years? I mean, every that's every hour. That's what, like 10, yeah, it's every, 10 hours a day or something? Yeah, it's like, uh, no, it would have to be literally 24 hours a day. Okay, yeah. And yeah. that's, yeah. That's <laughs> well, then he would yeah. probably, I would assume, be. It'd be like. You could have at least done 16 hours a day so you get eight <laughs> hours sleep. Yeah. Right? Like, no, no, no. No, he's got all this time to kill. And, you know, there's so many, like, little things that he does that are funny when uh, he runs into the uh, guy that he knew from high school, the insurance salesman, and just one day decides to just punch the guy in the face. That's <laughs> the very first day where he's like, I could do anything I want. Right, yeah. That's the more morning after he goes uh, uh, in the pickup truck with the two drunk guys and just starts yeah. like, hitting everything and acting all crazy. Uh, this brings me to a question that I want to hear your guys, what you think. Uh, why is this happening to Phil Connors? Now, he's a jerk. He's kind of a dick. Mm -hmm. But this is like a horrible, horrible thing to happen to someone. This is like mystical, godly horribleness this is, being enforced you know, upon this someone. This is similar to like a Duplass Brothers movies. I feel like this this is something they would co-sign on today. The Duplass Brothers. It kind of reminded me of, um, what was the name of that one we watched? The one I love. The one I love. The one right. that I didn't like that much. The right. one I love. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they kind of like this whole... This idea of a time loop has been played with before. Uh, Harold Ramis got sued because some a couple different people were like, this is... The time loop thing is something I did earlier, and it's like, yeah, but people have been doing that for a long time. People have done it yeah. since then. People have done it since. There's so, like, the Duplass mm. Bros, I could see them working on something like that because they right. like these little weird things in their movies, but uh, I probably wouldn't like that movie either that much. Well, not either, because I did like this movie. Right. Well, I mean, I think that he... I think that, like, it doesn't matter to me, to be honest. What do you mean? What doesn't matter? The idea that he's stuck in this day. Like, Why? Why is Phil Connors the guy that gets stuck? The initial question that you asked. I just don't care. 
And I know that that's kind of like a cop out to the answer. That's like, like a lot of things that you answer. Was Didn't like, you say what was it last week? Were you like, I just don't care. Yeah, <laughs> about the weekend. Like, the weekend. Yeah, yeah he's like, he. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I didn't I care about the weekend. About these people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, no, but you got to watch the movie with a heart, Stephen. No, you know? no, I do. Well, the movie's got to make you feel that there are stakes, and you got to feel I, emotionally right. invested. I do, and I do have. I I have a lot of emotional stakes invested in the movie, and I think there's there there's so many great things. I just don't care. If he's like, I don't care why he's stuck there. You know what I mean? I don't think that's what you're supposed to care about. I think you're supposed to care yeah. about like what he does with it. I think the overall that's message, I mean. yeah, the well, overall message is what you do as a person on a day to day basis matters, right? But and how you should maximize the movie, most day. Okay, so you're saying because the movie suggests that he's kind of a bad guy and he's kind of being punished, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah I would beginning. say so. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems like he's a bad guy and he's being punished into, like, being a reasonable human being. So don't you think that's a little bit of an overkill to take a kind of jerk to make him be kind of a human being? It's it's a, lo- it's a bit extreme. <laughs> 10,000 years? And you know, the thing is, he doesn't finally, he breaks out of that loop once he's able to get Andy McDowell. And I think that also places unreasonable expectations on men for women. <laughs> That's just my theory. Yeah. I, yeah, like you expect this guy to learn piano, learn French, learn ice sculpting. She's when she lists everything that she wants in a man, it's it's so absurd. Like, oh, he's got to be, you know, he's got to be uh, uh, driven, but not too serious. You know what I mean? Like, it's everything that people joke about now in what people but want what in another person. What does the reinforce in a way? He. He, when he keeps trying to learn everything about her and trying to get her, it doesn't happen. It's only when he just focuses on helping the other. It's only when he ignores her. Then she comes running. Right. You well, can't seem too thirsty, gentlemen. <laughs> all right? <laughs> you got to just kind of be like, all right, I'm going to learn ice sculpture. So you're telling me <laughs> if he had negged her from the beginning, this movie would have... It's not a neg. Oh, yeah. God. I would never suggest that. No, I hate that. No, no, no. no, no, but no. I was, I'm, the joke is like, don't seem so interested. Right. right. I, he kind of does that I get has what his own you, thing going on. I get what you mean. At the same time, I think that... Uh, you know, I think one of the interesting things that I've never thought of about this movie is, like, what is the rest of Phil's life like? Well, he says, let's move to Punxsutawney, which no, because no. he's crazy now. He's yeah. mental. He's, is, he's like someone who's been in jail for 50 years. Like, no, I'm going back. He doesn't no, know how to adjust to life. Yeah, It's not no. even, I don't know how to adjust to life. It's literally, like, if you had spent 10,000, like, can you imagine... If like, can you imagine any argument between that couple after that, where she's like, where she's like, "Hey, <laughs> could you pick up your socks off the floor?" And he's like, "I learned piano for you." Yeah, he's like, "Nothing matters." Right. Okay. I spent ten thousand years getting you to fall in love with Do me. Do you know how old I am? <laughs> I don't feel like he spent ten thousand years. You know what I mean? Like, I would say when I had to think about how much time he spent reliving February second, I. You're of the 30 to 40 years camp? I'm 30 to 40 years camp. I just don't see his mental stability being so proper at at 10,000 years. Well, here's I just the don't see I thought it. about that too. But here's the thing is that he's still in a town filled with people. Mm-hmm. And every day is going to be... That's the thing is that those people who live there, they're living Groundhog Day already. Yeah. yeah. They are. And they're not going nuts. They're a little, you know, they're kind of just easygoing folk. They're just town folk, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But they're not like nuts. Yeah. Some are. Right. Clearly. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just... So what was he... Spo- okay, if there's no specific reason besides him being kind of a jerk... Like, if there's no reason for why he deserves this, what is he supposed to learn? Is he supposed to learn to not be so self-centered? Is he supposed to learn what love is, the value of love between I, him and Rita? It could be all those things. It could be all those things. That's I mean, that's what I think, considering 
the day that he finally is able to break out of February 2nd, what does he do? He saves a guy from choking to death. He saves a kid who falls out of a tree. Like, he's able to, like, he's doing a million different things. He literally has to be absolutely beyond reasonable perfect to get this day out of the loop. And it's like, that's what you have to do? Wouldn't you Wouldn't you wake up February 3rd and just be angry at God? Like, I, you know, or whatever caused you? How do you think you? Rita's going to be the next day when it's like, hey, how come you don't know everything right now? Yeah, how come you're not able to plan <laughs> and, and you have like... You know, you had a foresight about you that was so magical, which is why I fell in love with you. <laughs> a foresight. Yeah. yeah. You had this amazing foresight the first day I really fell in love with you. And, and now it's been hell ever since. Right. Well, I, <laughs> you can't plan anything right. <laughs> this guy's getting hit by cars. He's just stepping out into the road. Right. You're so like I, I do, see you yeah, cut yourself see, on a paper or sheet of paper. It's like weird. I will say this is is that like I don't know about I don't know about you guys. If I was in that situation, it would come down to that point where it's like any day that started to go bad, I'd just kill myself. Right. Yeah. You just probably. end up at a place where it's just like, oh man, this day is g-. like I would wake up in the morning on some of those days and just wake up and be like, oh no, 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 mm. no, dead. I like, thought there was a scene where he was on when he was on the t- uh, tower, but to jump and commit suicide. I thought that scene was where he shoots people from the tower. <laughs> like there was a <laughs> rifle involved. Where was that scene? Yeah, I That's thought there was I'm a asking. rifle scene. It got cut out. I'm telling you, it had to have been a poem. There has the to be like somewhere in Harold Ramis's will. Like extra <laughs> scenes of Groundhog. Just extra scenes of Groundhog Day where yeah. he's just murdering people. Where he's just like slicing people. He just people comes in. He just comes in and has a moment where it's like Ned Ryerson is like is like it's like Phil Phil Connors yeah. and then he just like bashes his head against the wall right. until it's yeah. bloody. So I, I just you know or like he's driving the truck mercilessly around town and running people over. <laughs> the point is that like it's just so I think it creates unreasonable expectations for. Um, I mean, that's how, and then just the fact that it's such a dated movie. Do you know how many times a girl has told me, how come you can't be more like Bill Murray? You know, I, 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 Bill Murray has a huge reputation of being this so movie. awesome, and I just feel like this well, movie sort of adds to it. I will say this, is that... And this, this movie was, doesn't hold up. This was the first movie that they actually, like, critics watched this movie, and then that was when Bill Murray started getting dramatic roles. Mm-hmm. And that was when Bill Murray started getting taken seriously as an actor because this was the first movie that they looked at and they were like, okay, you're not just a clown. Right. And you, and like, considered him a great actor. So this was actually kind of the movie that, like, started to propel him towards being, like, the the Bill Murray that you're talking about. Yeah, the Lost like in Translation Bill Murray. Lost in Translation. Like Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson yeah. and stuff like that. I would like to see the Bill Murray of today make this movie. I mean, not like a remake. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if this movie never happened, I think it would be a really fantastic film if it was made today, like as a little indie movie. And you're not s- a little indie movie, but like, you know yeah. what I would, You know what I would love to see is I would love to see Bill Murray have to make this movie as a sequel. And what I mean by that is is that it's like same characters. Mm-hmm. It's it's Groundhog Day again, but, but 25 years later, and he gets stuck in it again. Ooh. It's like... It's like him and him and Andy McDowell again, right. living in Punxsutawney, yeah. and he's become a bitter old man because he spent ten thousand years getting her to love him, and now their marriage has like spiraled out of control. Sort of like the and similar of like you know how like and then Rocky he gets stuck, and then he gets stuck again, and now he has to do it again and make her fall in love again. So it's like this middle-aged man Ooh. trying to like this older that would man so trying to like win his love back. That would be the movie Rooney would love because no. that'd be extra dark. No, I don't want to. 
see that. But it's just <laughs> super extra dark. Yeah. Even I have my own lines <laughs> that I will not cross, and that's one there of them. I would be really interested to see what that movie would look like. I'm sure you could read fan fiction where that's the case. Like, yeah. I just don't think that... Uh, I, I, just don't need, I just don't need that fan fiction where it's like, you know, he actually does have sex with a groundhog. Right, right. I'm sure that's out there, too. That Perfect. probably exists. It's There's probably somebody that has made a porn of that. Of, oh, gross. <laughs> I, uh, man, it's just, you know, looking at everyone, what everyone's wearing in these 90s, like, wear, that just, it just bothers me. It doesn't You're one of those people who are bothered by stuff like that. Yeah, like, I can't watch yeah. older movies, and, but the thing is this, though, we watched French Connection, and that was in the 70s. You know what, though? That was in New York City, and you probably loved that aspect. But if that I was set yeah. like, If that was set in, like, Chicago. Or San, well, San Francisco. Also, you got to remember no. that. You got to remember small that. Small town like, USA. I love small town USA. Pre nineteen eighties. There's a bit of. I feel like. I feel like if the movie was made before you were born. Mm-hmm. This is just my opinion. Is that I feel like if the movie was made before you were born, you have a bit of view that's like, ooh, like older, like like it's like it doesn't feel like you remember it. Because right. This re- this feels like. Oh, I remember when people dressed in those terrible clothing. Yeah. Like it's like when I look at the eighties and I'm just like, ugh. Like I remember when there was like, uh, like when like some of this existed, like These when frilly neon, dresses, when like frilly dresses and neon colors were everywhere. Right, and everyone. And Annie McDowell has that huge like giant bun hair. Annie McDowell is not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> you always hate the leading ladies so much. You hate every. You know what? <laughs> I can't wait until we no. have a movie where you're like, where you're like, I am in love. Yeah. With this leading lady, and then finally, me and Kunal can look at each other yeah. and just be like, "This is what he's into." Right. It's only her and Elizabeth Moss, Maureen O'Hara. You didn't smoking. even fall in love with the guys in Weekend. Yeah, none of them. No, yeah. but I mean, the artist in Weekend was. You per- did kind yeah. of fall in love with some of the people that were in that, that were in How to Survive a Plague. Yeah, I mean, Larry Kramer. What was her name? <laughs> so I'm wondering Meg? whether I'm wondering the chemist? whether the chemist. What was the, the chemist? chemist? Yeah. The woman. I don't know. I don't remember the eighty-year-old woman who lives in Queens. <laughs> I would have a completely platonic relationship with her, but like have a marriage. You know what right, I mean? Like right, we'd be that course. couple at the end yeah. of the block, like that Jack Black movie where he's like friends with that old lady. For never seen it. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. What movie is that? It's some movie. It's based on a real story where he's like a dude. That's anyway. Regardless, I just that's the problem for me about this movie is that the fact that it's so old. And you're right, Stephen. That's a great point about since I can recall this time, I'm not too intrigued. I'm not too interested to watch it like people every yeah. time i told somebody they're like oh what are you watching this week and i'm like well we're watching groundhog day and they're like oh my god that's such a great movie and i'm like well when's the last time you saw it and they're like well it's been like 10 years and i'm like maybe you should watch it again because to me it's just it's good it's just not the beginning is kind of slow until he starts to and I, presumably so it makes sense it's setting up everything i get it and maybe my attention is so short and withered that i need something to immediately happen but it's not enough for me. And the 90s style clothing is so cringeworthy that I'm just like, oh, no. I love that the clothing will remove you from the film. It will. Like, what, what happens when you watch sci-fi? You're like, why is he wearing plastic? Yeah, This movie doesn't make any sense. No, I can <laughs> suspend belief. It's just that something but about... But you can't suspend reality? These I just, people dress I, like this. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. And that's why I just... I love that. I love that essentially what you just stated was, was that you like, you're looking at the movie and you're just like, okay, the guy mm. can live... Day in and day out, it's always February 2nd. He never gets older, and he remembers absolutely everything. I'm okay with that, but Andy McDowell's hair would not stand. (laughs) You know what would be great? If if it's like 30 years into the future, wouldn't he be dressed more futuristic? Wouldn't he have like (laughs) back-to-the-future type clothing? Wouldn't he develop that? He's got all this time. 
Look, all no? I okay. all I know is this: is that the person that you're really, really angry at, her name is Jennifer Butler. She's she was a the costume design. designer. <laughs> 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 she Maybe the that's my designer for Butler. This movie. Yeah. <laughs> she also she also uh, was costume award. She was costume designer for uh, for. She, the last time that she worked was 1995. <laughs> <laughs> this movie ruined her. Presumably <laughs> so. I she bet did, you it didn't win best costume. She won. She or she was the costume person for uh, for Ghostbusters two and for Scrooged and for What About Bob? I like that. I like that Ramis is keeping it all in the family. She was also the costume supervisor for The Last of the Mohicans. So you know, too heavy. Never seen too it. Too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's Daniel Day Lewis took too many years getting ready for that movie. I really like the movie. I just don't think it holds up. And I think there there's a, bun- a bunch of movies I've seen since. Groundhog Day that have like these kind of like what like what there's this movie with Rachel McAdams and this guy who gets to if he goes into a closet the notebook no it's not the notebook where he can go into a closet in the cupboard no that movie he can go into a closet and he comes back into different times Bill Nighy's in it as well and uh, it's he's able to do that and it's it's you don't remember the name of the movie I I couldn't remember it in time and it's similar in that aspect and the time traveler's wife in a lot of ways never seen it that's that's another movie where you know the guy's going through different parts of time and he's able to go through different moments in his life and that to me was a little more the time machine but this isn't really a time machine movie. It's not, movie. but it is, it is the You're time... You're about the movie About Time. About Time, right. From the creator of Love Actually, Notting Hill, and Four Weddings and a Funeral. See, if oh, I could, right. Oh, yeah, where's... One Wait, sec, About I need Time, to make did that sure. just come out? It came out a few years ago. Okay, Wait, I'm sorry. I'm looking one? at the top guys in this, and 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 Hugh Grant isn't in it. So what happens? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How is this does the that movie work? though, where he's like a young dorky dude? Right. In yeah. You saw this? Yeah, one? I saw it. And I can't I believe you're part of my Netflix book club. <laughs> you disgust me. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're putting that I movie above this movie. I, just, I can I'm because I love romantic comedies. I just uh, can't handle that you're putting this above. I remember in the preview, the old man movie. is like, "Son, we're weird time travel <laughs> people." <laughs> <laughs> it's just in the movie theater. I'm, I'm sitting there so going, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm. I was going to apologize, but I apologize no more. I'm. You know what? I feel sorry for you guys. That movie is a movie's good movie. So funny though. It's a funny movie. It just doesn't hold up for me. All right. You know, it's just hard to watch an older movie. It's just I, tough. No, no, no. I we we all understand that you're an awful person <laughs> and that you <laughs> refuse not the case. to be happy. No, man. With French Connection in the world. French Connection was an incredible movie. I did vote for that uh-huh. one. I, you know what other? There are no, plenty. No, no, of, we hear you. We right. understand that that you like the movies you pick. But I didn't pick French. <laughs> did I pick French? You picked French Connection. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> we oh, understand that. that you enjoy the movies that you pick. <laughs> I didn't, uh, and that you have a problem with with the um, rest of film. How to in Survive existence. a Plague was a great movie. Deep Water was a great movie. We had to change your mind on How to Survive a Plague. <laughs> yeah, we did. No, it was. I was. You uh, said no to that movie <laughs> to begin <laughs> with because you First are all, an I, awful human being. I feel a lot of animosity towards you guys, <laughs> and I just don't like it. I just don't. You know, this is. It's called an opinion piece. We're discussing a movie it's a great movie it's just not a movie i would go at a party and properly be like hey dennis oh what's a good you know oh yeah i've been watching a lot of this oh, i'm looking for new things to put on my queue i wouldn't be like well you know dennis groundhog day is a movie i highly recommend no because i would tell you deep water as you've seen me do i would tell you how to survive a plague as dennis has seen me do Okay. I've never seen you do any of these. So well, gonna, we don't hang out. You're gonna <laughs> stick with. You're gonna stick with. Don't stream it. Then. Don't stream it. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm gonna say stream it. Get it out of the way because right. I, I feel like this is a movie where every time you rewatch it, you're gonna it's enjoy it. It's a great it. movie. 
but I will not stream it. You say that a lot of times. I also just want to say this because I mentioned earlier, and I didn't get to it, my favorite quote from this movie. Right. Uh, Rita says to Phil, I could never love someone like you, Phil, because you'll never love anyone but yourself. And Phil goes, that's not true. I don't even like myself. <laughs> I related, <laughs> and I think a lot of people at this table a, relate to that line a lot. fantastic line. That's a yeah. fantastic I'd line. I'd say stream it, man. Hopefully right. you watch this as a kid and you can enjoy it more now as an adult. And hopefully a movie like this comes along again that's 15% darker. The, Needed 15% The best part is, is that the movie as an adult now, is you get so much more out of it. I didn't understand a lot of it because I was a child when I watched it, but I understand it a lot more, but I still will stick with Don't Stream It. I uh, I am once again still going to go with a resounding stream it, mm-hmm. uh, and and if you haven't seen it, watch it, and primarily you should watch it because it's on every February second, uh, like they do it over and over uh, every year, and so you will at least have the the wonderful thing of if you're clicking through channels and it's on that you can just pop in and I see didn't even scenes. know that. So oh yeah, no. This is like a. This is like a. Like it's a, a holiday staple. movie. Yeah, yeah this gives me a resounding. Don't stream it. People, <laughs> people, um, people go to Punxsutawney and go to like Ned's Corner. But yeah, they call that area uh, Gobbler's Knob, which has to be a sexual innuendo. Oh, it so just much. has to. I don't know, but that's an actual thing. But that's in Punxsutawney, and this movie was not shot in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, that's great. This movie was shot in. This sh- this movie was shot in. Uh, was sh- was shot in Illinois, just outside of like an hour and a half outside of Chicago. Oh, nice. All right, so what do we got? I think for it was ne- shot in, I'm pretty sure it was shot in Cary. Hmm. All right, for next week, Dennis's it's my pick. pick right. Dennis's pick. I had three things up for options. Are we <laughs> watching three movies? No, we're not watching three. <laughs> no, we're going to watch the first 20 minutes of this, <laughs> then we're going to watch the middle 30 of this I one. I just want to give my quick Imagine rationale. Imagine we did that, okay? like a mixture and disgust how the movie <laughs> ended up. <laughs> like we did a brew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so. You need to watch fourteen thirty to fifteen twenty five. Yeah, I want you to watch the montage in Rocky Four, and then go back and watch. What do you got? I want you to put on the movie Frank, but mute it, and then put on Battle Royale <laughs> and have that sound going. <laughs> I want um, play it backwards. No, we're gonna watch Mystic River because okay. I've never seen it. Uh, I've seen Battle Royale. That was my other choice. Frank is this doesn't matter, guys. Watch <laughs> Mystic River. We'll catch you next week. Don't forget to go to the website, uh, flicksbookclub.com. Or find us on Twitter. Find us on Twitter. Which Dennis runs and uses things like hashtag gay, hashtag Oh, art. thank you, everyone, for the follows, by the right, way. Last the follows week. on and the thank tweets. Thank you to uh, Tom Cullen. For the he had the, he's got the little blue check mark and he retweeted us. We right. appreciate that, man. Yeah, no, that's great. And uh, guys, join the discussion. Tweet at us. Leave comments on the website. We'll see you next week. Mystic River. Bye. Bye.